With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The Volume. All right, what's up, NBA fans? The season has finally started, and your boy is excited, man. So once again, I've partnered up with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, to give all new customers a fantastic opportunity. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use my promo code DCTV, bet only $5 or more, and get $200 in bonus bets instantly on any NBA contest. So it don't matter, guys. Whether your team wins or they lose, you still get a dub at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Hey, guys, and with DraftKings parlays, you can string together multiple games for even bigger NBA payouts. So all you got to do, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use my promo code DCTV, bet only $5 or more, and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Again, that's DCTV at the DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Come on, guys, let's go. You know me, I got that. I like the hook shot. I'm like an old basketball player. I'm one of them old school cats with the short shorts. Use that promo code. Let's go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. And if you're in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text 467 467- 369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit dcpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire Seven days after issuance, eligibility and deposit restrictions do apply. What's up, guys? I'm back with my boy, Ben Askren. Another episode of Funky the Champ. Ben, what's up, man? It's been a while. Guys, I have been asking this dude, asking and asking and asking. It's been very difficult for me to track him down to get him to do a podcast. Ben, welcome back, man. I guess we ain't paying you enough anymore. Uh, Yeah, I don't know about that story. I don't know about the truthfulness of it, but we'll go with it. We're here right now, so we're going to talk. That's what I'm talking about, Ben. But how's how's everything been, man? How's how's Amy? I mean, is she everything is good? Like, you don't want you feel like insulting her this morning? Anything? What you got Um, for me? 
What do I got? No, everything's great. Wrestling season is upon us. I don't know if you know this. The college wrestling season started last night. Yep. Uh, so that that was great. Our high school wrestlers got two weeks left before they go back with their high school teams. And life's good. And your boy Keegan O'Toole won another world championship. I mean, this Oh, dude. yeah. Keegan, he, looked, man, he looked so good. He was like this his dude. best ever. I was really, you know, I've been coaching since he was 10, but I was still like, dude, he jumped levels. He got a lot this better. This dude is crazy good. Okay, yeah. Ben. Prospects and up-and-comers are yeah. part of the game. You saw Keegan as a 10-year-old boy. Yeah. Today, he's a national champion, world champion. We saw Ian Gary from the Brass Young Irishman to one of the top 10 welterweights in the world now. I'm looking at my thing. Ian Gary is number 10. Yeah. He is a guy that tends to float with his training. He yes. was at, for a long time, at Killcliffe down in Florida, but he's fighting Vicente Luque. That is not the reason he is now taking his show on the road. His wife is from Brazil for a long time. He said he lived in Brazil because he wanted to do jiu-jitsu in Brazil where the art was created. Mm -hmm. He finds himself training in England because he likes the striking of Leon Edwards and his team. Here's the problem. Leon Edwards is the welterweight champion in the world. Now that prospect, now that brash Irishman, who was a lot of talk, but we didn't know if he had the skills, is on his way up the rankings. So what does the champ do? They put him out of the gym. Ian Gary's not happy about this. Ian Gary feels like, why wouldn't you want another guy that's really good in the room pushing you? Leon Edwards goes, no, no, no. Ben Askren, who's right in this situation? Is it the champion who says, I don't want no. another guy that could potentially be a challenger in the room? Or is that short-sighted? Or is Ian Gary a little bit misguided to think that a guy at that level would want someone on his heels in the training room every day with him? Well, uh, yeah, obviously, I think like how, how is their relationship is probably the biggest thing because obviously that could be great or it could be bad, right? If the guy's got your back and they're pushing you, um, it's awesome. But if they're kind of like trying to undercut you, then it's probably not going to be very good. And so the thing I wanted to know when I heard this is like, how long has he actually been training there? He's like, this has been where he's been since, you know, he was 17 or something. And the no. answer is no on. You know, on his Wikipedia, it says Team KF Martial Arts till 2021, and then Kill Cliff after that. It doesn't even list Team Renegade anywhere anywhere on there. To me, yeah, if he's not, like, been a frequent member of that gym, if he's not been there for a long time, then I don't really see the issue of saying, hey, you're, I'm sorry, but you're not really welcome. You would put him out. You would say, you would say yeah, I, as the champ, I don't really want yeah. this guy that's the – it has to. It depends on what their what their behavior and what their personality is. If if like I said, if if you can feel that they have your best interest in mind, um, you know, because in MMA you you can actually hurt people, right? So if you don't yeah. want someone in the gym who's maybe going to try to hurt you or try to do something a little dirty, and you know, there whether it was your college wrestling team or whether it's your fighting team, there was those guys who they were just, they were a little dirty, and you knew eh, unless I want to fight today, unless I really want to fight, I'm not going to go with them. But, you know, well, some think, days you feel like you just want to fight, so you pick them. <laughs> yeah. So I think I was very close to this, right? Yeah. yeah I experienced it with Kane, and then I saw it with Habib and Islam, and it never became an issue. But we were all day one partners, whereas Islam and Habib started this thing together, all yes. the way back to Sambo with his yes. father. Me and Kane started from the day I started MMA. Kane Velasquez was the man... So it was hard. And when I got to a point where it was time to fight him, I moved down. 
Yes. Where I agree with Leon Edwards is this, my friend. Ian Gary is a tremendous young talent. He's a guy that looks like a future world champion, yes. but he is also a guy that does not have a problem fighting a teammate. So where you may see some guys that go, I don't know if I want to fight this dude. We saw with Aljamain Sterling and Marab Duwalis. Yeah, and, I, and the same thing with Tyron, where we, we wouldn't have you fought You and Tyron, you guys wouldn't fight, right? You guys yeah. would not fight. But we go way back. That's the thing, Daniel. Is like to coach. But, yeah. but Ben, Ian Garrett's fighting Vicente Luque. Those guys shared the mats at Killcliffe, one of his actual teams, yeah. for years. And the moment they start, they were given the opportunity to fight, they took it. So I yeah. think that, Maybe part of the reason Leon Edwards is going, I don't know if I want this guy in my gym learning my yeah. skill set, learning what we do as a team, knowing yeah. that if he finds himself in a position that he gets an opportunity to fight for the belt, Ian Gary's not going to say no. And guess what? I can't blame him yeah. because he does not have those ties to that team. Absolutely. And it's not like, like I said, it's not like he's been there for years. It's like, honestly, it feels like he might have just been there for a couple of weeks. Like he might he have just wandered goes. in. He just goes. Ian That's Gary it, yes. will do he, he just goes. He but he normally will spend the majority of his actual fight camp in South Florida. Yes. But in the rest of that time, he's kind of just floating here and there. But because yeah. of the fight with Vicente, I think he was gonna set up shop in England. And yeah. I think the champ was just like, no way. Because when you look at it's hey, it's well, it's also Daniel, Hades, think right? about this when, when Leon's been very loyal to that team and he's been there forever, and you have someone who's He's here, here. He's here for a couple weeks here. You know, who are you going to favor? You're obviously going to favor the guy who's been there and who's been loyal. Of course. And the coach was the one that told Ian Gary he had to go. Yeah. Ian Gary said the coach said uh, Leon had to go. And you know Leon's coach. They, they had that great moment against Usman. Come yep. on, Rock. You got to fight, Rock. You can't let this guy bully you, Rock. And then Leon yeah. comes back, gets the head kick. It was out of a movie. And, and Ben. As Leon Edwards won that belt in Utah, he's on top of the cage with the belt, and all you hear is da 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 da. They, they were play playing the, the Rocky theme. They were playing the Rocky theme in the oh, arena awesome. as Leon Edwards is on the cage. It gave me goosebumps. It's one of the greatest moments that I had ever like experienced watching because it was just all so perfect. I don't think Leon's wrong. Past behaviors are what determines how you operate around someone. And yes. in Ian's past behaviors, it tells me that if he gets an opportunity, he won't turn it down. And I don't think he has to turn it down. I think yeah. he's fought to become a champ. And when he gets that chance, he should fight for the belt, just as Gilbert Burns did with Kamaru Usman and yeah, so 100%. many others. But, but uh, that was weird, though, right? Kamaru actually left. And he was the champion, while Gilbert Burns was the one that stayed in South Florida in that situation. But wasn't Gilbert Burns the one had been there forever in that case? Like, Gilbert Burns was, like, an original of that team, and and But was not, was not. Kamar Usman was, too. Remember, they were the he Black was original? Zillions. They were the Black Zillions. you remember that? Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, I guess may maybe they're both originals. Maybe I don't remember that correctly. Yeah. Okay. But Gary uh, Gary went took off, and, and, and now he finds himself in a situation where he has to figure out where he's going to train for what will be the toughest fight he's ever had. Because Vicente yeah. Luque is unreal, and you don't know how much he took from the training sessions that he had with mm -hmm. Ian Gary in all those years 
that they were uh, training together. So very interesting development there. Again, don't think Gary's wrong if he gets an opportunity to fight for the belt, but by no means is Leon Edwards wrong because Leon Edwards does have behaviors to look at in the past where yeah. you can actually make a determination. And, and Dan, the other thing with like the, the kill club, you see he's fighting his teammates, um, and I, I'm not there, so I can't say specifically, but it appears to be in a lot of weight classes they have, you know, 10-ish UFC fighters. And so it's like if you have a teammate like Rufus, uh, you know, I was on Rufus, you were on AKA, and there's, you know, one or two other guys who yeah. are in your weight class. It's like, well, there's a lot of other guys to fight. Right, yeah, I can, yeah, I can fight sure. any of these other dudes. No big deal. I just don't want to fight these one or two who I train with every single day for many, many years. But you know, if you're on a, a team where they got ten of them, it's like, well, once you start getting to the top, it's right. You, you can only fight good. so many people, and they're all good. and they're yes. all good. Think yeah. about this at Kill Cliff. They have Ian Gary, Shavkat Rachmanov. Yep. They've got uh, Vicente Luque, Gilbert Burns, and Kamaru Usman, yeah. all in the same weight class. It's like. At some point, they're going to cross paths. Yeah. It's impossible. 100%. So you have to be okay with it, I would imagine, uh, training down there. But that's also like one of the biggest issues with a super gym, right? Because yes. like you said, Rufus Sport was a big gym, but there was not that many guys. AKA was a called a super gym. But in reality, we were never a super gym. We had 30 guys on the team at yeah. most. Kill Cliff, they might have 100 guys on the mat out there. That's yeah. how big these teams are getting. Factory X has a massive number of guys on the mat now when they're training. So you're going to obviously run into some of these other guys uh, in your weight class. Ben. We hey, I, li are, I like to go fast, too. Let's talk about Derek Lewis. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> we are on the verge of a massive heavyweight fight this weekend. Massive heavyweight fight for the belt next weekend. Massive fight this weekend which could determine a guy that's on the short list for someone fighting for the belt, Thomas Almeida. Mm -hmm. Not Thomas Almeida. Oh, my God. I called Gilton. Gilton Almeida. Thomas Almeida was featherweight or something, and they do not <laughs> look alike. I don't know what I'm talking about. Gilton Almeida, if he wins against Derek uh -huh. Lewis, is going to be a guy that's finished every once he's been in the UFC. He has been on an absolute tear. Derek Lewis has fought for the belt on a number of occasions. He fought me. He fought Cyril Gaon, and he's fought all the biggest names in the sport. Mm -hmm. Last week, Derek Lewis is in Houston driving 136 miles in a 50. Gets stopped by the police. Says it's not a big deal when asked about it at the press conference because Derek Lewis is a guy that when he talks, we all love him, and he yeah. knows how to like make jokes. So you kind of forget about what really happened. What do you make of that on the verge of something so big doing something so dangerous? Daniel, as someone who also likes to go fast, and you experienced <laughs> this because you were you were squealing when I had you in the Tesla uh, oh, a handful of years ago. I yeah. love to go fast. I got a lot of speeding tickets, and I realized, really? yeah, That's you know, odd. I almost lost my license when I was like 21. They sent me his letter said, you got too many speeding tickets. We're going to take your license. And really? then I called my, yeah, I called my lawyer, but I said, hey, what do I do about this? And he said, hey, let me take care of it, right? And I think I, it was kind of a lot of money for me at the time. I think it was like 1200 bucks, but I had to pay him to like go get all of them gone. And then I and then I was fine, right? And so what I realized is like, well, as long as I'm willing to face the consequences of paying some money, I can just go as fast as I want. 
You had a Prius. Yeah, and in, I still went fast. I still went fast. Yes. You had a Prius. A te- now I drove in the Tesla with you in Milwaukee. Yeah. But when you were driving that Prius, how are you driving fr- fast in a Prius? <laughs> you just press the gas down and you go. It's easy. <laughs> but so hold on. I like going fast too. Have I ever, I don't know if I've ever went 86 over, but especially with the Tesla, not with the Prius, but with the Tesla, it's like, and his man's got a Lamborghini. You just He's want to press the gas and see, give, give it some juice, right? And listen, I don't know. Hopefully he wasn't in a neighborhood driving, driving 136. But if he's out on some country road outside of Houston and he wants to jam that gas down, let let it rip. I mean, he had no strippers in the car. He had no <laughs> cocaine. He hadn't been drinking. I said, let the man have some fun. I get, I, I understand. I understand that that that, <laughs> that desire to drive fast. I guess I don't like to drive fast. You don't like it. I don't like driving fast. It makes my stomach hurt. It kind of really. Fucks with me. Yeah, dude. I was in Josh Koscheck's car one time. He had one. Yeah, uh, it was a Lamborghini or something. And the moment they take off, it makes your stomach yeah. just drop. It, yeah, yeah I, I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> here is what I think. All right. And you might think I'm off base here. Okay. I have seen this in so many different sports, sports stars in big situations. When athletes are on the verge of something really, really big. And something very scary. Nothing is scarier than a fight, a Super Bowl, NBA championship, Wimbledon. Nothing. That's when they get into trouble. Yeah. Tiger Woods, when he got into his accident, was going to the Genesis Open. He was about to come back after a long time away from the game. We have seen football players do it constantly. Is this one of those scenarios where what's on the verge is so effective so scary that you take risk and then when you take those risks it's almost like if i get into trouble i don't have to do this thing which ultimately is so frightening to me but you're doing something frightening anyways am i off base here completely uh well i'm a little autistic so i would need the statistics to back up what you're saying uh but i i think i think on the other side of that is we're talking about combat sports athletes and really high paid athletes and they love risk. They are not risk averse. Driving fast is fun. Like if you said, Hey Ben, you want to go drive fast and you're not going to get a ticket. Yeah. I want to go fast. I want to go as fast as I can. Like, I don't know if I went 86 over, but I I definitely just push the gas down and see if I can get like 120 before I hit the highway. But let me ask you this though. What's the point in chasing that adrenaline and that rush when you're on the verge? This is of, just how we're made. But no, but you're on the verge of the most adrenaline-filled rush in the like emotion-inducing thing that you could ever experience. I think that's just how a octagon. lot of us are made, Daniel. I didn't I didn't know you were so soft. But not this in is, day-to-day, though, right? But not in day-to-day. Like you're not you're not trying to do I I know that I need the rush. It's what okay. I've always yes, lived for, right? That's what I'm saying. But I don't need the rush every day. Like, I don't need it every day. Like, you need the rush every day. Do you need the uh, rush knowing that you're 10 days away from walking to the well, octagon? For me, it was like, put me in plastic wrap so I can make that walk. Because when I, I make that walk, hmm. that fills me with what I need. Well, obviously, I, I walked to the cage every time I was supposed to. And I think what I think of as non-risky behavior, like... I'm chainsawing outside in my sandals. And some people will be saying, holy shit, you're insane. I'm like, well, I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to cut my toes. <laughs> like, or I'm going really fast in the Tesla. Like, 
I like most people would say, oh, my God, I can't believe you're doing that. And I would say, like, <laughs> uh, it's not really a big deal right now. Like, I'm just doing my thing, you know, leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> but I just think that's a little bit how we're wired. And some people let off steam. Yeah, and I think I think you're somewhat right in that some people relieve the tension uh, or the pressure by doing, you know, whether it's drugs or staying up late or hooking up with women or whatever it is. That is a way they release the tension or the pressure of the moment for sure sometimes. But I think there's combat sports athletes just like risk. We like doing dangerous things. That's just who we are. But going, yeah. But hundred, I mean, that's dangerous. Okay, Daniel, hold on. If it's a straight road, he's out. Let's say he's out in the country. If he's in a neighborhood, probably not a good idea, Derek. But if he's out in the country, right, and there's just this straight road, and he's so driven scary. it a hundred times, bro. I don't. I, I still damn that sucker. No, that here's so crazy. <laughs> what do you mean? Believe, let's go. I cannot. I actually let's cannot go fast. Believe, I cannot believe that you're actually in the. Corner of drive 130 miles an hour. Yeah, Dude, he's got a Lamborghini. So what are you supposed to do with that thing? Drive around and look pretty? No, you're supposed to go fast. You have a Porsche? I don't have a Porsche. No, I why got a truck they, now. But well, I did have a Tesla. Why do they buy Porsches? Why do they buy Porsches? Because hopefully, because they want to go fast. It's the people who buy the buy who the people who buy those cars who just want to say like I'm rich, look at my car. Those are dummies. If you got a car <laughs> like that, you need to go fast. Well, Derek Lewis does really good in terms of what he makes fighting. <laughs> when you're the knockout king in the UFC history, you do really good. That kind of tells you how much money you could make in fighting without actually becoming the champion. Because Derek yeah. Lewis is, like, making all that money. He's in Texas. There's no state tax, all those other things, oh, right? So, like, there are some reasons why it worked. But, bro, yeah. Derek Lewis still gets to fight this weekend. Where As he should. As he should. This should not even be a crime. <laughs> unless it was the neighborhood unless it was there, then yeah right. <laughs> you always got to come back with unless it's in the neighborhood well i don't want to run over any kids don't i don't want no kids or nothing i mean if you hit like a cow or something out in the middle of nowhere you that, imagine that was him, him hitting a cow going that fast it would explode yeah he would die too could you yeah. imagine Derek lewis in that little car even could you imagine Derek lewis in a porsche he's huge but i thought it was a, i thought it was a lamborghini or a lamborghini is that yeah. a bigger one, or is it is it a bigger car, Lamborghini? I think it's still pretty small. It's got to be it's pretty tight for It's a small car. Yeah, it's a small car. What's up, guys? DC here. Working out is full of positives. You sleep better, you look better, and you just all around feel better. But as you get stronger, sometimes sticking to the same routine can lead to a plateau in results. So sometimes, guys, you got to change it up. You got to keep that momentum rolling. And you can do that with FitBod. The app creates personalized workouts for your goals. Your goals, not everybody else's. It's not an umbrella. The FitBod app will make a personalized program for you specifically. And that workout will be specific to your abilities, your goals, and the gym setup that you have available to you. And, guys, it helps to keep track of your progress. Keep your results. You can't beat that. The powerful tech helps you understand your training better, and it helps you to look back on past workouts so you can really see where you're building and where you're gaining. And, guys, the FitBot app has over 1,000 exercise demonstration videos. So do your workout, and when you get your workout, if there's something you don't understand, we got an instructional for you so that you can learn. There's no excuses. 
we got you. So it's never been easier to get the results that you've always wanted. So check out FitBod and get 25% off of your subscription at fitbod.me slash DC. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot me slash DC. Come on, guys, let's go. It's time to go to work, save 25% off, get a personalized workout. How can it be better? Come on. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ben. Nate Diaz is having trouble taking $10 million to fight Jake Paul in a mixed martial arts fight. Why? Why would that be? How can the guy from PFL go on Ariel's show and say I that Nate is duking and jiving because they offered him $10 million and he won't take it to fight Jake in a mixed martial arts fight? Yeah. That makes no sense. Well, I, I wish I would have had that offer. Martial arts fight lasting any longer than three to four minutes. I wish I would have had that offer. That would have been so tremendous. Uh <laughs> But the thing, the thing about Nate Diaz is you got to realize, and I've realized this now, logic's kind of out the window. Like when you expect a logical or reasonable thing to happen, you're like, oh, wait, that doesn't make, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. You would think he would just grab his neck and choke him and we'd be Because he could. It seems like he could. Seems like that's the case, yes. Because when Dylan Dennis was shooting on Logan Paul, he couldn't take him down. Dylan Dennis was failing on his takedown okay, attempt. But, but in all fairness, Logan Paul was a more accomplished wrestler than Dylan Dennis. I know he was. That's factual. I know he was. I knew that. I yes. actually knew that Logan Paul was a better wrestler. So yes. if he tried to take him down, he would be able to defend. But can Jake Paul defend? Can Jake uh, defend Nate against Nate Diaz? I don't think so. I, I would be shocked. But it's $10 million to fight someone. This is what I told you last time. It's like, I don't just like fighting at this point. And Nate Diaz, you boxed him. I mean, probably made somewhere around the same amount, like $10 million to go fight someone. So Let's guys are it. just making $10 million now. 
Because I, I was the champion for a long time, and I never made ten million dollars. Yeah, so guys are just making ten million dollars now. It's kind of. I think there's more money than uh, you know. It's, it's kind of, it kind of like feels like we're old. And I guess I, in all fairness, I haven't fought in four plus years. Um, yeah. but yeah, it does feel like people are making more money now. A lot of money. Ten million that makes me sad. Damn, I it's so crazy time. when you're at the top of the sport and you're not making ten million dollars, but you're like you're literally the high mark in pay. But like yeah. that was the high mark in pay. And yeah. uh, but $10 million was like a pipe dream. Yeah. That was a long yeah. time where a million dollars was a pipe dream. I, I don't know. I don't know what Nate Diaz is thinking here. Uh, there maybe there's more to the story, but it, you know, you would be. think you would think if Nate Diaz had some proof of there be, being more to the story when the president of the PFL goes on TV and says this, he would say, Look, you're a liar. Here's the screenshot or the text or Something to that effect. Yeah, hey, but I gotta yeah, tell, you no, want to no, hear no, a funny no. story? I got to tell you a funny you, story, Daniel. All right, go ahead. This. You know, you know the PL, right? We're in the PL together. Yes. Okay. So every t- it can only be PL member athletes in the tournament. Yes. Okay. So we have a code for that. You have to have a code. Okay. Yes. yes, yes. So this this uh, you know, we have multiple AWAs, and this one kid from another AWA was wrestling for a different team. And so I got on the manager. I said, Well, how are you losing your guys? Like, why is he wrestling for a different team? And he said, Ben, it's your fault. And I said, well, what do you mean it's my fault? what I do? He said, oh, you told him he couldn't come to a tournament or something. And I'm like, I didn't do that. That's a lie. I oh, said, you're an elitist. Hold on. I said, give me the proof. I said, send me a screenshot or something, right? Yeah. So he sends me the screenshot, and this guy sent him a screenshot, but it didn't have my response. He was asking him to go to the PL, and he said, a screenshot of the, the thing, and you know, it says, we said it a thousand dollars if you don't know the code, and he said, yes. "What is the code to get into the PNL here?" Okay, yeah. why? Well, so I went and found on my end. And you know, you remember? I don't know if you remember what the code was. The code was all caps invite underscore yeah. only. Yes, yes, yes. So I sent him the code. He stopped coming to AWA because I he thought I was trying to tell him he couldn't go. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that happened? That's crazy! Can you believe it? Oh my God! Was that like, was ben, the code. Ben, such a butthole. And so yeah, but that's so stupid like, though because that's why code. we shouldn't make it invite only. That's like the dumbest thing. Like that's <laughs> our underscore and all invite caps. Only. Invite <laughs> only. Oh, you <laughs> invite only. But in the streets, you don't show you don't show receipts. And that's why my boy Nate Diaz ain't showing receipts because in the streets you don't put nobody on blast. That's why Nate, for as hard as he is, for as hard as Nate Diaz is. Real thug, he's uh he gonna just take it on the chin and let that man just talk because words are words, and for real gangsters like Nate Diaz, they don't they they live by the, the code of the streets. You know what I'm saying? So don't put. So he's gonna punch Don Davis next time he sees him. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. You know what it is, <laughs> guys. That's my man Ben Askren. I'm Daniel Cormier. Until next time, peace. See ya. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.